When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Alan Davis. You are listening to the Tuesday Club. This is the Arsenal podcast, and I've got Keith Dover with me this evening. How are you, Keith? I'm good, Alan. I went to a garden centre today and bought a load of bulbs, tulip bulbs to be precise, red oh, and yeah. white ones. And have you planted them? I have planted them in solid order. Red, white, red, white, red, white, red, white, red, white, red, white. <laughs> You get the picture. I get the picture. Of course, <laughs> I do. And, and Damien Harris is here. All right, D, how are you? Hey, hello. I'm hello, D. Thank you very much. I'm just about dry uh, from uh, last night at the Amex. You went to the Amex? Yes. You were uh, the Tuesday Club representative at the yeah. Amex. Well, for the midfield general derby. Hashtag of course. midfield general midfield. derby, which. Still not catching. It's, that hashtag's it's, not really. It's still not, still not caught on. I'm, I well, you, did you get wet in the ground or to, to and from the ground? Uh, to and from the ground. Um, yeah, because yeah, we, we got a cab up and they can only drop you about 10 minutes walk oh, uh, no. from the start. I mean, it was really, oh, really no, pissing Was there a case of the cab driver going, this as far as I go, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will get me any further there. <laughs> Uncanny. Uncanny, that was... That, yeah. I, I thought I recognised you. I, that, yeah, wow. Yeah, I'm a yeah. shit cab driver. I just drop people <laughs> ten minutes away from where they need to go. That's as far as I go. <laughs> I've been listening to... I've been listening to... This is our little... I want to talk about football today. I've been listening to Blood Meridian, the Cormac McCarthy oh, God. Uh, novel. Oh, God. And uh, this young lad, this young lad, gets sort of co-opted into an irregular army battalion to go down to Mexico to have some fun. It's not fun. <laughs> and they, they, they meet yeah. a Mennonite on the way, who basically says to him, "You don't want to go down there. <laughs> You'll all die. <laughs> You're all doomed." <laughs> and uh, and sure enough, terrible thing. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible thing happened to them. But nothing yeah. really terrible happened to. Uh, to Arsenal, did it? I mean, we got a bit battered. Um, yeah. But I we mean, got away with it. It yeah. was terrible. The weather was really, really bad. That's one thing I can confirm. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, they've been playing that football for three years. Yeah, they we've have. Been playing they've outplayed us before in midfield, haven't mm. they? they? We've been playing it for three weeks. And... <laughs> Um, one game. Yeah. We've been playing it for about 25 minutes. <laughs> I was going to say three hours, and that's probably more accurate, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I'm taking positives from the fact that we we would have lost that the last three or four seasons. I, I think we Very did, much we? so. Yeah. Totally um, agree. So, yeah, so who and did it, you, who'd stood out for you in the Arsenal eleven from in the ground? Um, cool. Gabriel, yeah, um, um, Smith Rams, Saka, of course. Yeah, yeah um, I mean mainly the mainly the, defense, the defenders, just because you've. Uh, I said it last week. They're, they're sort of chest thumpers, and they kept everyone going. Gabriel's communication is brilliant. If he's in a bit of a spot, he'll. You know, he'll do whatever it takes to sort of, you know, get out of it. I was really, really impressed with him. Um, His form's been good, hasn't it, all season? He was saying in an interview the other day, I think it was Sky or something, uh, he couldn't speak English when he arrived. He just really struggled. Mm. Um, and uh, he's been having a few lessons and obviously he's been here a year and and his, the language is such an important thing, isn't it? Especially at the back when you really do have to talk, 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 talk. Yeah. Um, but so, and now he's got Ramsdale and White. 
Ramsdale and Tierney, I imagine their their accents are fairly impenetrable. For Gabrielle. But there's, there's a, as you say, there's a bit of grit and fight in there. Aaron Ramsdale with the old marigolds on up to the yeah. elbows. I don't know how he, if he does the dishes well, yeah. after the game. <laughs> he certainly looks like he could. Yeah. I just think he's 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 got personality, um, yeah, and and that really comes through. And I think I think Ben White really really didn't want to lose. He got a lot of those headers, all those things that we were sort of concerned about after. What the, was his um, reception the, like from the Brighton? It was fans. fine. I mean, yeah. to be honest, we because uh, I was right in the middle, right behind the goal, and I heard very little of the Albion fans, but there was no malice. No, or no they only really had one season in their first team anyway, didn't they? Yeah. So yeah, one season and you got, get 50 million quid, that's not bad. Yeah, they got it. So they didn't have that kind of connection, say if it was Dunk or Duffy yeah. or someone who had, you know, who was, who had been, been there, there for years. a while. Or Big so, um, Yeah. It was a strange game because the first 10, 12 minutes, I'm thinking, oh, we're getting a grip of this. Things are go- looking good. And then it just slowly, slowly, and then the pace quickened. The game went away from us and we were hanging on. I mean, Tommy Yashu was being run ragged. I will say in the second half, he seemed to be, you know, get the grips with that situation. Or maybe the other guy was just knackered. But Mm. uh, we were hanging on at times. But there was a bit of fighting spirit there. So that was good to see. Yeah. How it would be against a team like Liverpool or Chelsea away, or ooh, that would that could be a bit frightening, you know. Well, but, but the Brighton are really good. Yeah, they were yeah, they're really. They're, good. They are really really good, aren't they? We we suffered a little bit. I think it was quite interesting that you put Laconga in midfield. Um, he's very very inexperienced, very new to the Premier League. He yeah. really likes to play the boys he's bought, doesn't he? El Nenny's now forgotten, but I do remember El Nenny and Partey playing very very well together. Um, in uh, along with Maitland Niles, actually, in um, is that Old Trafford? Uh, Old Trafford, oh. and mm. when you've got a lot of young players and you're away from home against a team that you know play possession football and have an excellent uh, midfield, they keep it on the floor and move it well. They're really a good side. A bit of experience in front of the back four wouldn't be a bad idea. It looked a bit all at Sea Conga, but he just he's bought him and he wants to pitch him in. So it's, it's young kids everywhere. Maitland Niles and El Nenny have got a lot more experience in the Premier League. Watching from the bench as we just got swamped. We got they passed yeah. it round us, through us, past us, and now they didn't score. I don't know. And we even got away with it when when uh, the goalie dropped one in the six yard box. Somehow we got away with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then in the end, Smith Rowe, who's ah, well, isn't he fantastic? Smith Rowe, the energy oh. and the push and the drive, trying yeah. to make things happen pretty much by himself. Erdegaard disappeared in the rain. And uh, maybe should have been subbed earlier. I thought, interestingly, too, uh, the ball just won't stick to Aubameyang, will it? Will it? And there's been His a long time. His first touch wasn't good. It's not great. And if you're away from home and you want to get out, you know, you don't get. You're not seeing a lot of the ball. You, it's got to stick. It's got to yeah. be. Well, that's what I thought. And when it Lacazette was a bit too slow, on. really. I th- he should have put Lacazette in. I think yeah. again, late with the subs. Really late with the subs. Late bringing on Lacazette. And. Obama, you know, Erdegaard was anonymous and maybe he could have put Smith Rowe at 10 over wide and Lacazette on at half-time, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's a little bit slow with his subs. It's, I don't know. It's it's everything, every criticism I feel like I make about the manager is really down to inexperience, inexperience in games, inexperience of seeing what the situation is. And really, we sh- we knew that Brighton were going to do that. That's how they play. They mm. they all pass it very very well. They pass it over short distances. And considering they didn't have Bissouma, who you might argue is their top boy in midfield, yeah. Well, still we, got away with it. I'm, we, I'm amazed well, we've managed to talk about it for as long as we have. I think we've done well, about six minutes on, on well, that. I, 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 where I, we are, twelfth place after a goalless draw at Brighton. It really is. A, what's the point on the we should talk about anything but Arsenal? Well, we <laughs> we could talk about can someone stop Thomas Partey shooting? Yeah. 
Because I've got, I think there's actually the match ball is in the back of my garden now. It's just yeah. <laughs> when he goes to shoot, the ball turns into a balloon, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just like, oh, just don't, don't. I did please, shout, don't. don't shoot a few times, actually, yeah. I mean, um, what, how many coaches have we got? It? There must be a coach at the club whose just sole job is shooting. The shooting coach. What? The map for you, in the pit crew. In the surely, pit, yeah. surely there's someone in the pit crew who can take him out they for half an hour, coaches. a couple of times a week. They've got their own coach, the pit crew. I noticed that. Yeah, we walked past the coach. They've got their own coach. We were trying to kill a bit of time after the game. Got fresh tyres on. Did it? Have? Yeah. We, no slicks yesterday. They've got their. They've got their own one. So. Uh, I yeah. mean, I would have a sliding scale, right? A thousand pound. So you've got a two feet or three foot radius crossbar. You know the posts, but anything past that, it goes a thousand pound fine. So right. partly would have what he would have been forty grand down yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, he needs to score basically. It's it's just that thing of it, once he gets a goal, I think maybe he'll stop. But it's really obviously <laughs> bugging him. I don't think he's thinking about what he's doing. Do you know? I mean, he's quite an instinctive player, isn't he? He's sort yeah. of, he moves about quite easily. He finds the game. I think it comes quite easily to him. Football. His first touch is really good. He's mm. balanced. He's quick over the ground. He finds it quite easy, quite a natural process playing football. And then when he says to shoot, he says, obviously on a day like that when it's chucking it down and the goal mouth is wet and the ball's slippery, yeah, you want to go in low, don't you? You want it bouncing around, the keeper's got to grab it. You're not yeah. going for top bins here, Tom. You never hit top bins anyway. No. <laughs> Just skid no, one in, skid one in along the grass and see what happens. When Roger watched... Hunt will get a tapping off the keeper. We saw yeah. a few of those in all the tributes to Roger Hunt the last few days. Yeah. So many of his goals were just exactly that, running in and off yeah. the keeper. I thought we might have nicked it, though, yesterday. there was We had we didn't have much, but the little chances we had, I'm thinking, oh, we're going to nick this. But I yeah, did Bamian wonder that. Post, didn't he? Yes. I did wonder that. Um, what the, um, the sort of penalty uh, Smith Rowe went down, Sort yeah, of yeah when he got shoved over. Yeah, it was um, a shove. There was an arm, wasn't there? And on the shoulder. Over. He might have got a free kick mm. had it been on halfway. Right. Because um, he definitely got shoved over. But because of the way they were running and the way the guy was kind of, you know, it looked like he was trying to shepherd him away from goal. Yeah. And he, and he you know, he's much bigger and he flattened him, but I don't think he's going to get a pen for that. Okay. I was too I don't think he deserved Lama. all that same old arsehole always cheating. Oh, no, of course you not. Know. No. He did get um, shoved over by, by a massive bloke in the rain, ended up with a face in the mud. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah. Oh, that was... I, 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 it, was, it was a shame kind of after the joy of... Mm. Um, it was a bit of a sort of back-to-earth. Uh, and it was a shame that Odegaard, Aubameyang and Partey, to an extent, didn't play at their best. There was or... lots of little mistakes. That was the thing. When we, we'd get the ball and then we'd lose possession... Over a silly little pass that would always go astray, and we kept sort of giving it back to Brighton, and yeah. Brighton knew what they were doing, but they must kick themselves because they had chances to win that game big time. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. We're the, they they just stifled us very very easily. And hey, look, the... we are where we are. Look at the table. Yeah. We're twelfth. That's what we are. I know we had a brilliant twenty minutes against Spurs when there was we found some space and charged up the pitch and. Things went in, didn't they? And it was great. It was fantastic, and it will keep it will sustain us all season. Um, but we've had those results against Spurs in the last few years. We've had a few looking back over the years at the home, and and that's great. But it doesn't really mean a lot. It's still slight. I'm still, you know, it's still slightly doubtful. We'll see how things pan out after the international break when we've got two home games in this odd little period where we play Palace and Villa on a Monday and a Friday. Mm. And that that might give us more of an idea where we are because mm. Palace and Villa at home in the old days that's six points, right? Yeah. If if it's four, you're disappointed. And at the moment, who knows how those games will go out there? Basically, on our level, I thought Palace did well. They played. We're recording this list on Sunday evening. We've just had Liverpool and Man City play out a thriller and uh, some wonderful goals and. 
that's the top end. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, you know, they have a lovely time up there. It looks fun. Yeah. Um, electrifying, massive crowd, going mad, fabulous players, Foden, Salah, out of this world. Absolutely brilliant. Good luck to them. Uh, down at our level, uh, Palace and Leicester got a draw. And I felt like Leicester and West Ham were dis- had disappointing results today, probably because they played on third, you know, the European games. Yeah. They just take a bit out of you for the weekend and... Leicester were two up and drew, and Palace lost. Uh, West Ham lost home to Brentford. The last thing you want when you've had a horrible time is uh, in Europe is to then fight, have Brentford in your face. That's yeah, that's, you know. I, I was just going to say, you know, with Tommy, I, and I kick myself, but I've got this book indoors, the way of the uh, samurai, yeah. and uh, it would have been very useful. There's some quotes. Uh, so, for the next podcast, I will dig that book out, and it'll be a regular. Tommy, yes, or I, you know, Andy yeah. Samurai quotes. Yeah, okay, we, we look forward to that. Well, the Samurai, I mean, it's it's a good book. It's a very... Yeah, English yeah. Um, I was a bit hoarse last yeah. night, uh, yeah. yesterday, so I, I, I was trying to get some songs going. Well, yeah. I, I wish I had been braver, but there was a bloke behind us who was throwing up Jägermeister. So I was a bit on edge. Oh, Lord. It was what? Throwing? <laughs> he was vomiting Jaeger. He, oh, he was chucking no. up. Oh, Jesus. Um, and it was, um, yeah. And it, his mate, who was a very nice bloke, and was just, oh, I'm really sorry, really sorry. You shouldn't have that. You shouldn't have had that Jaegermeister on the train. Oh, well, here's an easy could, one you could get going. This it. is uh, an yeah. email from Vicky. Um, Vicky says, uh, Tommy Yasu, Tommy Yaha, Tommy Yasu, Tommy Yaha, Tommy Yasu, Tommy Yaha. That's quite uh, an easy one. So everyone yeah. can pick that one up. Okay. Uh, you got to fight with Ben White and Pa. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> quite good. good. <laughs> very, very good. Oh, quite like that oh, one. I like quite that, like that one. And then. There's a Rob Holding song to a Limp Biscuit tune that I can't remember the tune. I'll have to look it up. But thanks, Vicky. There's been a few coming in. There's a there's a, a willingness to get behind the new players. That's it's very much yeah a theme of the uh, the mailbox this week. Yeah, the status quo song is very good. The rocking all over the world. You'll be pleased to hear Keith is yeah. very good. How does that one go again, Dave? Uh, I like it, I like it, I like it, I like it. Oh, I like it. Oh. How does it relate to us? Sack around Emblesmith Road. Oh, OK. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. And there was a lot of Tottenham get battered. Do you think they would have learnt from that match yesterday? Do you think the youngsters would have gone, OK, listen, we, we got a point, we didn't get... We didn't let in a goal. We got a clean sheet there. Do you think they would have gone, OK, we, we all stood firm, rotten conditions, they... Do you think they would have Who knows? I don't know. I mean, I, I did see something interesting, which was it's our lowest goals tally mm. in the first seven games of the season or something since yeah. 1986. Um, not great, is it? It's uh, 35 years ago. But that season, the 86-87 season, of course, was George Graham's first season as manager. And in, in that period, in those opening games, we had three consecutive goalless draws, one of them against Tottenham. And uh, he was tightening it up at the back. Um, You start with a point. The old Don Howe, you start with a point. And uh, he made us being tight at the back the absolute bedrock of his whole regime. And uh, if that's what's happening here with this new Arsenal side, about getting in new personnel at the back and bedding them in, if Gabriel's the new Steve Bold, you know, and he's as Nigel Winterburn and, and and Ramsdale's Dave Seaman as, as it, Lukic first of course but then Dave then great you know that's if we're then if we're building a, a strong base keeping clean sheets to then go out and look up the pitch and express ourselves and score more goals let's hope that's how it's yeah. going to pan um, out you know who, but I feel like we are struggling to get up the pitch and create and we have been for about a year yeah that, that will take fine tuning um, who who were the strikers when George Graham arrived? What strikers did we have? When he Quinn. arrived, yeah, well, Charlie Nicholas was Charlie Nicholas still yeah. around, and Niall Quinn was th- was there, and then he brought Perry Groves in. Merson just made his debut that season, but yeah. then at the end of that season, uh, he brought in Alan Smith, and Alan, Alan, Alan Smith became the fulcrum for the whole thing. That was. 
It was Smith and Merson after that, wasn't it? Kev Campbell came later. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Alan Smith, we'd have killed for Alan Smith yesterday. Ooh. That Just that ability to... You can hit Alan Smith and he... I remember that, that one of the Liverpool players said after Anfield 89, you could have fired a cannonball at him that night and he'd have brought it down and laid it off. <laughs> right. He yeah, was yeah. the... You know, you know. It's an, I know it's an off-used phrase, but underrated players. Smith was fantastic. And then he a night like that brilliant. at Brighton, when you want it to stick so that Saka and Smith-Rowe can get up and play off you, like yeah. Rocky used to with him and Merson did and Michael Thomas... Uh, yeah, that is really oh God. Uh, to be honest with you, watching Man City t- today against Liverpool, I thought they need Alan Smith. <laughs> the amount of times, well, no, the amount of times they get hold of it, and they're all skilled. Oh, fantastic! The footballers they've got, Bernardo Silva. Oh my God, oh, my these people are extraordinary. Grealish, yeah. Grealish was the quietest of the lot, you know. Yeah, and 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 the amount of times they they beat someone and they racing forward and they look up. Yeah, you just need smudger in the box. You just need smudger. Yeah. Stick even, it in there and it'll be a first-time finish. You'll get you 25 goals in the league and you'll win it by a mile. Even even no Quinn. You know, Quinny. Yeah. So what you're saying is they're going to buy Harry Kane come Christmas. if they're, Why uh, they bought Grealish and not Kane? Yeah. I do not. Grealish is obviously wonderful. We're, you know, big fans of, of Grealish on the Tuesday Club. Um, but they needed number nine. I mean, they, they, they can't claim their skin. I mean, yes, yeah. They got through so many times. Phil Foden had James Milner on toast. And yeah. Milner was making like his play to someone's dad. It's all right. Uh, Trent can't play, but his old man's <laughs> going to stand <laughs> for him. <laughs> Foden yeah. just skinned him alive. And yeah. that, he should have been sent off. Yeah, They made yeah. a shocking foul yeah. uh, when he was already on a yellow. An absolute nailed on. But then Guardiola's having kittens on the touchline over it, but of course it was that was a classic Man City foul, an absolute classic. Yeah. Booting that around halfway, you know, they call it the dark arts when Barcelona do it. When yeah, James Milner yeah, does it, it just looks like I mean, thuggery. <laughs> I mean, it did Bernardo Silva. I mean, because there was talk over the summer that he was going to be surplus to requirements, and mm. we might get him. Oh, well, Jesus. yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know. They keep linking Manchester City players to <laughs> Mikel Arteta, don't they? Yes. Um, uh, this I isn't coming uh, from any of those players, by the way. Riyad Mahrez and Bernardo Silva and Raheem, Raheem Sterling. They haven't said, I fancy a couple of years down at the Emirates. Looks like a piece of piss. <laughs> About eight, seven, eight. I don't want to get on the plane again. <laughs> Furthest I want to go on a plane is Newcastle. <laughs> They're in the bottom three, ain't they? Newcastle. That's, that's I know, not looking good for them. It's awful. Yeah. They're having an awful bloody time. I feel sorry for Joe Willock up yeah. there. Another club over Sorry for terrib- all of them. Yeah. Barcelona are having a terrible time, aren't they? <laughs> oh, dear. How sad. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we're beating Fika done on the other night. What do you think about uh, Griezmann going back to Atletico yeah. and getting booed by the Atletico fans when he came back? That's weird, really? isn't it? Yeah, because oh, he went off to Barca, right? Yeah. A huge betrayal yeah. um, of Madrid and all that stuff about Catalonia and everything, you know. And then uh, he went back. And then he turned out in the old red and white stripes, waved to the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> he scored a fantastic goal for them in the week. Maybe he'll win them over. But uh, A couple of people have sent in... Uh, Takahiro Tomiyasu's songs to the tune of Turn in Japanese. Takahiro Tomiyasu, Takahiro Tomiyasu is a goon. Da, 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 da. <laughs> um, That's from Michael Thomas. No, not that one. Well, you know what um, Turning Japanese is about? Yes, I do. Yes, okay. and we're not going to mention that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are people going to have to just look it up on Google? Or? Well, you can talk about it if you want. Yeah, no, let's no, not talk about that. <laughs> I tell you, the tune should, should they have safe search on or off when they look up turning Japanese <laughs> meaning? I don't image. know. Just click on your incognito yeah. pages, don't you? Oh, okay. Or ExpressVPN. Oh, are they still? Not, Do you remember no, the tune anyway, the, the BBC ran during the '66 uh, Tokyo Olympics? Do you remember the tune? 60, 64. Is it 64? Yeah. Sorry well, to be. If you remember the tune, well, uh, the, the tune that keeps going in my head is Tom, Tom, Yasu, da, 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 da. See, I think, 
if we all sang that, that big ta ta me yasu. more like Corporal Jones everywhere. Oh no! This sort of thing. This podcast is just turning at the dad's army. I don't even know what we're bothering. We've actually it's Arsenal is so bog average. We had a really boring nil-nil draw against Brighton. We feel like we've got to scrape the barrel. England are playing Andorra next week, and no one in the world gives a shit about that. It's completely pointless exercise. When Andorra rang up and said we're in, we wouldn't be in. That is stupid. Have you even got a bitch? What are you on about? <laughs> We're a principality. Go away. You can't be in a World Cup. I know. That was stupid. It's so get small. Get your side together and get in the Spanish League. See how you get on. Didn't they just recently carpet Andorra? I mean, it's so small. It's <laughs> AstroTurf. The whole, pro- okay, the whole principality. principality is artificial grass. Um, <laughs> so we're having a break. It might be quite good that Saka, if he has a two-week injury, and maybe he can have a bit of a break. I was a bit worried when he went down towards mm. the end. Mm. So, no, don't overplay these kids. I'm already worried he's been overplayed. Yeah. Because, you know, he's at the Euros. I mean, it's not just the physical intensity of it. But when they, you know, the matches, it's training and and the emotional intensity of it. Is it really, this, I feel like he needs to be... The last thing you need is to go off with England, but they are. Well, hopefully he won't. He's a he's a yeah, and Smith Rowe's got to go to Slovenia or something with the under twenty one. You see, Ferguson oh, would never allow that. They'd all have knocks now. He'd go, oh, we had a tough game against Brighton. You see the weather conditions, and a lot of them they're all ill. Some of them have got flu. <laughs> yeah, hard it's, man, it's, hard, he, hard man of Gavon. Gabon? And that's what, what our manager should be doing. No, 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 they're all sick. They ain't going anywhere. There's yeah. another one. Tottenham are shy. We've got Ben White and Party. James Thanks for that. Yeah. Uh, I was amused in the week. Um, Granite Jacker, of course, got injured in the Tottenham game. Accidentally injured in a collision with... Lucas Moura, disappointing given the size of Lucas Moura and the size of Granite Jacker that he came off worse in that. It's a bit unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Mikel Arteta was asked about that and he said, Jacker will continue to evolve. While he's... <laughs> <laughs> he did what? Oh, he's out injured. <laughs> it's like an alien I thought he's something. soft. He's really such a soft. But I have bullshit I still really... <laughs> He should really be. He's, I don't know how he got promoted like the Peter Principle. He's been promoted above his competence. He should be running a, a branch of O2 on you know, a phone shop. But he's running us. Continue to evolve. In what way will he evolve? What, web feet? A third eye? <laughs> a, a, a special sense? A, a, a unique fourth dimensional awareness? How's he going to evolve? What is it? Invisibility, maybe. Yeah. Speed. <laughs> There must be well, something going on. an instinct on. not to collide with passers-by in football matches and give away stupid free kicks. We did miss him. He continued to evolve. Well, yes, we did. Well, I, we missed it. I did. I thought it was a, a game for an experienced player in front of the back four. I must say, and he would have definitely would have played, wouldn't he, if he hadn't mm. had that injury? And we might have drawn nil-nil. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> Sambi Lekonga didn't do anything wrong, really. Although he did get the. Terrible shooting bug when he smashed one into the crowd late on. Yeah. When he had two or three options available and he just creamed it into Rosehead. Yeah. Well, can't they shoot? And he the, doesn't have the, the cynicism. Well, they pumped up too much or something. Yeah. He doesn't have Xhaka's cynicism and the ability to fall over when no. someone comes back behind He him. doesn't. And he's a good little player. And, and you know, we're... but watching uh, City today, they're, mid- they're midfielders. You know, never mind Foden. The Rodri just cruises through the match, absolutely cruises. Bernardo Silva's an extraordinary player. Yeah. And then, and then they've got, you know, Liverpool's... Oh, anyway, we're not, we're not there, are we? I don't know what they are. We just bought... We spent £150 million on players. We've got all these people. There's no more money. This is it. OK, good luck, everyone. A um, couple of home wins in those... Next, in those next Premier League games. There's no one left in the nice. squad that we can flog now, is it? That uh, There's no Deadwood realistically left other than Kalashanak and I can't think of anybody else we can... Most people, there's a few with their contracts up at the end of the season. Right. Um, I mean, Lacazette and Nketiah. Mm. 
Um, but we, we were, needed, I think, as you we could have got Lacazette on a lot yeah, sooner. we needed Lacazette on. They were singing his song out. from quite early on in the second half, actually. Yeah. They were singing his name. Because well, it seems to, it happens a bit at the moment where a combination works for a couple of games and then gets changed. And there was a time, wasn't there, when we beat West Brom 4-0, when Smith-Rowe was at 10 and Lacazette was at 9, and they worked really well mm. together. And Smith-Rowe said afterwards that Lacazette was talking to him a lot in the game and helping him yeah. as a young player. And I, and I was quite, it was good to hear, you know, that there was an opportunity perhaps to revisit that away mm. from home. Maybe Lacazette... But, but, but perhaps he thought we'll be on the break all the time. He actually brought Pepe on, didn't he, to try and, try and catch him on the break. And we did not. No, not quite. Uh, my daughter pointed out that when Sean Dyche was being interviewed, behind him, on you know, they have this kind of sponsors board behind, yeah. it says Burnley official. But if you just glance at it, it looks like it says Bumley official. <laughs> <laughs> And I invite you to type Bumley, B-U-M-L-E-Y, okay. and glance at it. Yeah. And it seems to say Burnley, but if you look closely, it says Bumley. Bumley. And I think it's quite funny, given how terrifically macho they are up there. They're terrifically macho and alpha male. The yeah. whole the whole outfit up there at Turf Moor, it's all about being big old alpha boys. Yeah. I think it'd be very funny and to call them Bumley as often as we can. <laughs> In Google, Bumley just goes straight to Burnley. Oh, <laughs> it genuinely does. But yeah, she's right. She's very perceptive. Yeah, she's smart. Yeah, she's uh, she's thinking. Oh, Sean Dyche is on. I wonder if there's anything funny in the background. That's very much how my mind works. I don't know where she got it from. <laughs> well, lads, I'm looking at my clock. We've done uh, thirty minutes. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Top oh. ones. We can't even take the no, piss out of no. them. It's a harsh reality. I did think it was funny that Harry, Harry's contract was negotiated by his brother, who's got him <laughs> on a six-year... He got me on a six-year deal without a, without a clause, a buyout clause or a break clause in it. And Simon Jordan, the Palace guy, was on the radio the other day saying, it's amateur hour. Really a contract <laughs> like that for a player like that, six-year deal, without a buyout, without a break clause. Amateur hour. And now Harry's got his brother <laughs> doing it. Sure. I'll do your contract. Don't worry, Azza. I'll do your contract. Yeah. Is Harry's brother called Dale Boy by any chance? <laughs> 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 it might be, yeah. Don't worry, Rodgers. Imagine Rodgers gets a contract at Tottenham. I'll do the contract. <laughs> I thought it was a bad lookalike. What, you Harry know, Kane's when, brother? Yeah, a lookalike agency, and they had a, a sort of not very good lookalike of Harry Kane. Who was already a not very good lookalike of yeah. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a terrible Ryan Gosling look. <laughs> but if you go yeah. on a lookalike... An old girlfriend of mine used to work for a lookalikes agency in the office, I used to went, not right. as Marilyn Monroe, sadly. Right. Uh, yeah. Do they, they still have lookalikes people? Hey? Do they still have lookalike things? Because they, use- yes, you can still get books as a lookalike. Still, well, now, I mean, obviously, I think it was quiet during COVID. Yeah, I've yeah. never understood the tribute act thing. I mean, it's like I can get it if they're dead. But, you know, if the band or the singer is still alive, what's the point? Why do I want to see a tribute well, act? Well, okay, I, I put it to you, and I know it was 25 years ago when I did this, but I did, I did a gig once with the bootleg Beatles. Oh, they're good. but the, And yeah. they were brilliant. Yes, they are. And I've seen them. They are that very brilliant. good. They are brilliant. jokes about it. Oh, I didn't get my glasses till 1963. You know, things like that. Yeah. They're funny. No, but, I mean, I've seen some, and you go, hang on, he's still alive. I mean... I've seen a, a look uh, tribute Alan Davis. He was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> tribute Damien Harris. He played some very good tunes. That was Damien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It did say we'll work for food. So I mean, so <laughs> well, I, I just don't get it. You drive down a road, you see a billboard, and you go, "Oh, Tina Turner." And it, Oh, tribute Tina Turner. No. But if you, you know, if you wanted to go and see Steve Harley and the Cockney Rebels. Yeah. I wouldn't go and see a tribute act. 
Why? Yeah. Can have a, an evening? And no, I wouldn't. And I'll go either go and see the real thing. Squint. You know? Yeah, no, I don't want to no, squint. Some of them are very good, Kevin. I'm, I'm sure they are. <laughs> I've gone right. You've got all this all wrong. <laughs> the tribute acts. Uh, are really, what's what's keeping the live scene alive? <laughs> <laughs> People think, oh, we can go and see. Well, it's not quite the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, but they do all the same songs. The Arctic Apes. The Iceland. Monkeys. Yeah, sounds the same. <laughs> uh, Nathan Grower. Um, and you're right back to Japanese. He really hates the fucking scum. It's Tommy Yasu. Okay. That's uh, Tony Japanese by the Vapors. Keep up the good work. I used to really dislike the podcast. I thought you were too positive. For the last three seasons, <laughs> I've loved it. You can't win, can you? <laughs> They're even saying, oh, you're too negative. Someone sent me a tweet. Only one person sent me a tweet saying... Um, that uh, we was also euphoric, of course, last week after winning in, in the derby. Your celebrations should be tinged with shame. Oh. He, said, he said to me, I can't remember his name. <laughs> I didn't bother to commit it to memory, but it was something about we should we should apologise for. Yeah, well, do you, you know that Arteta, I thought, in... Arteta's celebrations might be tinged with shame. It's a little bit over the top. Calm down, son. We've only scored against Tottenham. They are shit. Get the photographer on. Yeah. <laughs> do you know that column in? Um... Private Eye, they have an apology. Do you ever read that? Uh, Go on. Yeah, well, they do, you know, when they change their mind, they did one when Princess Diana died. Oh, yes. And, you know, it's like... As if it's a newspaper change. Yeah, it might have seemed like we were calling her a money. given the impression recently they were against all immigration. (laughs) However, we really like foreign lorry drivers. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Someone came on and said... uh, Pradeep Kashala, I think I hope I've said that right. Um, I was training for the London Marathon. I was running through Totteridge with a snotty cold and I spied a man in very white jeans standing in the street looking a bit lost. Sadly, oh. it's not Teddy. Oh. It is Bakary Sanya. Woo! Bakary Sanya standing next to an ice cream van. I asked him, I asked him if he was okay. You okay? <laughs> <laughs> he said he didn't have any money and wanted an ice cream. Didn't have any. <laughs> uh, it was 2009 and card payments were not yet widely available. <laughs> I kindly lent him a couple of quid. We put kindly in there. Pat is out on the back, son. Two yeah. quid. Uh, we discussed an upcoming league game. I shook his hand and went on my merry way. He was very polite and extremely happy he could have his ice cream. Brackets, it was a 99 flake. Anyway, he didn't end up playing the next game because he was under the weather having caught a cold from some idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Always sanitise your hands. Hands, face, space. I shall never email you again. Very good. P.S. We share a mutual friend and then he cites a mutual friend of ours. He says, Tayo is a good bloke, but Alan's a bit miserable. Well, that's bang on. (laughs) Absolutely. Very perceptive. (laughs) Did not Bakary think of getting the man's address or... You know, forwarding on a free ticket or something for it. You know, some kind of gesture mm. in that way. Thanks for the ice cream. Let me reciprocate. Yeah, probably said thanks for the ice cream. Probably said. Oh, you're right. Oh, I can't fancy an ice cream. I haven't got any cash. Well, I don't take cards. Mm. I'll get you an ice cream. Back here, I'm an Arsenal fan. Yeah. Oh, thanks, mate. Cheers. Oh, That's well. the end of it, Keith. That's the end of it. Oh no, no, no. I'm no, sorry. no. It doesn't have to show for him to the Emirates <laughs> for a home game against Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see some kind of uh, gesture backwards to him. Is is he called for? You know, there's a special place in our hearts, our hearts, Damien, of course, because of the magnificent sight of Mrs. Sanger in, in the block next to us at the 2014 Cup final. Which is really that day. Should we might as well never have gone to a football game again because it won't get any better than that. Yeah, what a day! Said that a few times. Certainly um, on Saturday. He he was in um, he was in Montreal. Oh yeah. Um, he was playing there. Uh, Bakary Sanya. For the, what are they called? The fire um, or something? Yeah, I think it's something like that. So my I was friends... going to say Montreal Idiots, but that's not it. <laughs> no, I can't remember. Yeah, um, Jack was... Uh, Impact. Was a pundit Impact, Saturday, wasn't he? It, Jack yes. Wilshire. I mean, surely there must be a club somewhere in... Super Jack. Yeah. He's still, what, is he 28 or 29 now? I mean, he's got a club. 29, but he's always injured, mate. Yeah. He's always injured. I'm sure if he went to, you know, the American League, a little bit slower paced, you know, it would suit him down to the ground. Why is, it, why is that slower paced? Well, I don't mean that slower paced. Isn't it? Well, no. Kieran Gibbs is there, isn't he, with um, Inter Miami? Is he? Yeah. Beckham's lot. 
Kieran Gibbs. Is Gibbs, that where Gibbs. He went? Oh, sorry, it didn't work out of West Brom then for him. So I think he. Where would you rather? Yeah, that's cool. Down. Yeah. They've gone down. It's a no brainer, isn't it? Do you want to go and play for Inter Miami? Yes. <laughs> yeah. What league are you? Don't no. care. <laughs> <laughs> I saw today that uh, Tim Payne, is it Tim Payne, the Australian cricket captain? Oh, right. Has responded to rumours that because of the complications around travel, because every state in Australia has different COVID regulations and sometimes you have to quarantine even if you're just coming from a neighbouring state, that the Ashes is in jeopardy, that the England players are worried about going bonkers and do-lally in hotel rooms for day, 14 days at a time. And some of them don't want to go, they're not allowed to bring their families, blah, blah, blah. And uh, the response from the Aussie captain was, it starts on December the 8th whether Joe's there or not. <laughs> <laughs> We just not turn up. That would be great. Maybe we just should oh, just on that basis alone. Yeah. Just not go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. The game's on. Yeah, we're at home. Enjoy yourselves. You prick. You bloody. Prick. We just have to play amongst ourselves, then, won't we? Yeah, you will. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you in the UAE. That's where everyone yeah. plays their Test cricket these days. We'll meet you halfway. Yeah. Or it's COVID safe. Well, gents, I really, I mean, this apologies, been, this to, the, real, apologies to the listener um, <laughs> yeah. for the lack of content, but you are freeloading scum, and in many ways you've got your own selves to blame because I've been provided with I've been provided with one story about back, some lad buying back Sanya and ice cream. Sod all about Tottenham players being dickheads. <laughs> Three people have sent me turning Japanese by the vapors. I had another Bonnie Tyler. I'm losing the will to live here. Granite Jack is evolving. That's lovely. Good for him. Who knows what he'll come back with? A brain, hopefully. A larger brain. <laughs> I wonder what he could evolve into, though. Some sort of big... Fa- Maybe he'll be like the Mistrons and Captain Scarlet will finally have his... He'll turn up at training and you're near. This is the voice of the Mistrons. Oh, no! Granite's evolved! <laughs> Captain Scarlet said he'd evolve and he's evolved! <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I know. Like, maybe I should maybe I should bring Charlie Faraday from the All or Nothing documentary and go and uh, that will give us some content if yes. we ever decide to pod- <laughs> podcast again. Shall I get my guitar? <laughs> yeah, you could do a song. Yeah. We do Kumbaya. <laughs> Finish. <laughs> I, couldn't, I was going to find some spot the commentaries and I couldn't even bother to do that. Oh, I did like the um who done the, the guy who done the Tommy Yasu Godzilla T-shirt design. I'm going to try. And, oh yeah, that was on the. Yeah, uh, I'm going to try and get that on the tinterweb, wasn't it? Tommy oh, Yasu yeah. with uh, laser eyes, tramping over the Armitage Shanks Arena. That was good. On this day, on this day, I can give you some on this days. Uh, we're recording this listener on the third of October, and the third of October, 2019, Arsenal beat Standard Liège four nil. At the Emirates. Do you want to have a stab at the goal scorers? This is a good one. 2018. No, 3rd of October 2019. Two years ago. So, the season before last. um, The goals are 4-0. I could give you... Perhaps I could help you out with nationalities. Mm. One player, a Brazilian, scored twice. A Spaniard and an Englishman. Spaniard. A Brazilian, a Spaniard, and an Englishman went into a bar. We went into a bar. I beat standardly. You are quarantined. Um. Right, Brazilian. Not up for a quiz either, then. No. <laughs> this, yeah, but this bit really annoys our listeners, doesn't it? Because this is where they start shouting. At <laughs> Who the... do you think you are kidding, Mr. Arteta? If you think we're interested. <laughs> You are a man who has stopped our little game. <laughs> you are a man who has made us looking forward to the ashes. Not Martinelli. Martinelli! Yeah. Oh, Gabby Martinelli. He got two. Du, du, du. Um, he got two goals against Liège. Right. Uh, a young Spaniard. Oh, no longer Danny's, at the club. Danny Ceballos. And a young player of huge promise from the academy. Well, it's Joe Willock, isn't it? Joe Willock. Yeah. 
Like, do you know how I knew that? You googled it. You. No, no, because the way he said huge potential, you could tell there was a bit of bitterness. On the third of October, nineteen ninety nine, Arsenal lost away to West Ham. That's when Patrick Vieira was sent off and spat at Razor Ruddock. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ruddock wound him up and wound him up and wound him up and did a job on him. Yeah. And he lost it. He lost it. And uh, yeah. he was really flailing like a wild thing. Yeah. And uh, he got banned for six matches and fined £45,000. What did Razor get? I bet he got nothing. By the FA. He got really fat. Yeah. Razor got really fat and is now uh, his health is very bad. Yeah. Right. There you go. Well. <laughs> he did that thing of all your your breast stinks, didn't it? Oh, he was 3rd of so October, 1995. Uh, Arsenal beat Hartlepool uh, in the League Cup, second round. Can you remember that game, Keith? I think we watched it on the TV, didn't we? And uh, this is the days before uh, Arsene Wenger arrived. Right. I can't believe this was televised, mate. I very much doubt this was televised. <laughs> <laughs> the second leg of Arsenal beat Hartlepool. <laughs> You do have well, to. No, you really have to go down the channels, don't you, to find the Carabao no, Cup on TV not, now. This was not live, Martin Tyler. <laughs> they didn't have. Admit, there was only four channels then. As Arsenal well. beat Hartlepool five nil. <clears throat> Two Boom. players shared the goals. Boom. You want to have a go? They might Kevin be. Campbell. 95. Not Kevin Campbell. October ninety-five. Oh, 95. Right. Uh, Paul Merson. No. 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 Right. Two of the greatest players to ever play in English football in the modern era. Greatest player? Yeah. Martin Hayes. (laughs) (laughs) No, he was... (laughs) He was long gone by then. Ian Wright? (laughs) Ian Wright, right, right. Ian Wright, right, right. Ian Wright, right, right. Got a hat-trick. And the other guy who got two... Rocky? Dennis Bergkamp. Oh! Can you imagine that? Dennis Burbeck played against this is Hartlepool. A, we've already won the first leg, 3-0. <laughs> it's Hartlepool at home. We're three up, and we've gone with Wright and Bergkamp up front. Was Bruce Riop the manager? Uh, I suppose he was yeah. the manager, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was the manager. <coughs> that whole season he was the manager. And we got yeah. to the semi-finals. Uh, we lost the goals. I remember it well. We lost in away goals to... Villa. Aston Villa. And I went up to the Villa Park for the away leg and I thought, oh dear, that was a disappointing night. 3rd of October 1979, Arsenal drew 0-0 away to Fenerbahce. This would have been in the Cup Winners' Cup. Cup. Thousands of uh, Fenerbahce fans spent the night shouting abuse in front of the hotel. Uh, The coach was ambushed. On the way to Arsenal's training session, uh, armed troops faced the crowd. Riot police protected the dugout during the game. And Arsenal played it cool despite pitch invasions, got a nil-nil draw and went through it the next round and everyone got out alive. It's, it's <laughs> absolutely horrendous, doesn't it? Uh, all right, I'll do you one more of these. I like these. This is the sort of thing I, I like doing. Uh, it was October the 3rd, 1989. We played Plymouth away in the League Cup and we won 6-1. And uh, who got a hat-trick in that game? Martin Hayes. No, Michael Thomas. Yeah. Really? Michael Thomas. But that was a packed house, wasn't it? There were some good attendances, wasn't there? 17,360. Well, for Plymouth, that's probably a... It was. Yeah, it's a full house. Because they're talking... I've been to that ground. I went to Plymouth. Have I told you this story? I was on tour, and I was playing Plymouth, and I went to watch Plymouth Argyle, and I was very well looked after there. I was taken into the director's box. And they've got a Michael Foot framed Michael Foot shirt, and uh, he was a big Plymouth fan, and quite elderly, of course, by mm. the end. And they said uh, one of them, one of the directors, told me a story about Stanley Matthews was going to come and pay a visit. And after a while, a bit of waiting, a very dapper, well dressed, smartly dressed elderly gentleman came in and had quite a long chat with Michael Foot. And they thought, oh look, look, look. There's, uh, there's the legend of football with the legend of the Labour left, sharing anecdotes. And then he left, the dapper gentleman left, <laughs> and they went over to Michael Foote and said, did you have a nice chat? And he said, yeah, he was a lovely fella. When's Stanley Matthews turning up? <laughs> <laughs> 
I wonder who he was. <laughs> Absolutely superb. Isn't it? He's been his idol all his life. He was doing things before our time, of course. Even us, the cast yeah. of Dad's Army. Even Stanley Matthews is before Roger Hunt's before our time. Stanley Matthews is before our time. But for everyone else, he was the greatest. I'm going to do one more, and this is quite an interesting one. Uh, on this day, 3rd of October, 1925, uh, Arsenal lost 7-0 to Newcastle. What? They were 6-0 down at half-time. Club in crisis. Club in crisis. And the manager won Herbert Chapman. Oh. Thank God they didn't sack him after that defeat. Yeah. Um, changed tactics. But the introduction of WM, the famous formation, Google it, uh, younger listeners, did not happen at this point, as Buchan suggested in his autobiography. This was the third 0-7 defeat for Arsenal in the First Division. And uh, they went on and changed the way they played after that turning point, arguably a most significant turning point in the history of the club. Wow. 7-0. Wow. They lost 7-0 to Newcastle. Newcastle. Didn't have Arsenal fan TV then. No. <laughs> oh, they did. No. Uh, this is Arsenal fan TV. I think it's absolutely disgraceful. 7-0. You've got to be kidding me. It's a disgrace. Herbert should go. It should go now. But on the other hand, let's all laugh at Tottenham. Yes. Do you know what I mean, fam? It's bang out of order, blood. <laughs> Many of us still unhappy about the long journey back to Woolwich after home games. North London, what a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a perfectly good armour at its factory down here with a lovely pitch. Why did we go up there in the first place? <laughs> yes. And, and why doesn't our board of directors go and spend some real money on the club van? <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur then spent £37.50 on a new striker. Are you telling us we can't spend £40? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even got our own shirts. Oh, here's another one. I said I'd do like one more, but I'm doing one more, one more. One more. Uh, 3rd one of October 1970 in the double season, uh, Ray Kennedy, what a player, um, scored his first hat-trick as Arsenal beat Nottingham Forest 4-0, the start of a 14-match unbeaten run. Oh, what wouldn't you oh. give for an unbeaten run? Hey, what wouldn't you give for a Ray Kennedy uh, hat-trick? Oh. Emil Smith Rowe is the new Ray Kennedy. I mean, they're not similar as footballers, mm. but they are in some ways they are. They're all about technique and balance and doing brilliant things in the final third. Kennedy a bit better in the air. It's amazing how Bill Shankly looked at Kennedy and thought, I'm going to turn him into one of the best midfielders you've ever seen. <laughs> That's just That's just Was genius. it Shanks who signed him? Yeah. Yes, well, Shanks was still there, yeah. wasn't he? And then subsequently under Paisley, he became, oh, fantastic. What a player he was. Yeah. Wonderful. He'd have played a lot more for England, but for uh, Trevor Brookin, I think. Anyway, we really are going down the nostalgia rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> uh, listeners, we're 12th. We've drawn Ninon at Brighton. They think it's all over. But no, we have a home game against Palace coming up. And that's when things really turn around. We smash them. We beat Villa. We go on a roll. We're top four. Tottenham's toilet bowl explodes. And Harry Kane goes to play for Fenerbahce. Thank you very much. Good night. Good night. <laughs>